coronavirus is a national emergency, life-threatening to people of all ages everywhere in the UK. To save lives, all you have to do is stay home, only go outside for food, health reasons and daily exercise, or to go to work, but only if it cannot be done from home. Stay home, anyone can get it and anyone can spread it. Stay home, protect the NHS to save lives. Hello and welcome back to the Mind of Ben podcast. This is episode two of season three. Today we are joined by good friend of the show, Mr. Hamza Yunus. Hello everybody. Today we are, I'm going to be asking Hamza some questions about his time in isolation. So obviously if you don't know, I don't know what's wrong with you. We are currently in the middle of a global pandemic, epidemic, whatever the difference is. I don't really know, and I don't really care because people are dying. Not my fault, not Boris's fault, not Trump's fault, not really necessarily Vladimir Putin's fault. It's the little man, not not Kim Jong-un, the other one with the, the eyes. I don't know. Well, what is the Chinese like leader's name? Because it's not Kim Jong-il. Some they're Korean, aren't they? They're all the same, aren't they? They they they, they all make blow, blowy uppy bombs that they fly into. They just, they just blow up the sea for some reason because they can. <laughs> you like, yeah, but you're like single-handedly insulting a billion plus people. Oh well, I'm sure I've done worse. To be fair, they've they've made the bio warfare weapon that is literally killing thousands of people across the world. No, 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 no. We'll we'll get into the conspiracy theories a little bit later on. So you were supposed to be going on holiday abroad, and obviously that got cancelled. How did that affect your plans? Um. Well, do you know what? The plans was all based around like our college stuff because I planned to do my um, project down there, but obviously that went down the toilet. So, yeah, it's not much to say as far as plans go because everything is going to be based around that project. But yeah, I wasn't. I didn't really have any of the plans in that project, so just been kind of laying around at home. But obviously, you were planning on seeing your family and friends over there. And obviously that's going to have made you sad that you can't see them. Um, And obviously there's people that obviously can't see their older relatives or whatever because they're vulnerable and stuff like that. It doesn't really matter. Just like, oh, you'll see them at some point if they don't get it and die, but they will get it and die if you go and see them. So it's kind of like probably the best thing to do is not go see them because they will die. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's true though, isn't it? Right. Hmm. So, obviously, you can't do your college project. Did they make you like do something else? Yeah, well, um, I actually, I wasn't completely sure. Like, I was 99% sure, but I wasn't the full 100% sure that it would, we weren't going to go up until, like, it was the day that all the schools shut down. I think it was a Wednesday. Yeah. But yeah, it was on a Wednesday, and it wasn't until then that all the schools shut down. That, that was when it was like, okay, that's it. It's finished now. No one's going anywhere. Staying at home. And yeah. I, we, I kind of predicted that they were going to put this lockdown in place, and they are. So, 
what what I've done instead is I'm just trying to start working um, one of the backup projects, like the audio project that I'm doing, the um, podcast. Yeah. So obviously you've had to change your project and but luckily it was at the start of the project. Now, obviously, if you don't know to the audio listeners out there, I'm a porn star and that is classed as an essential worker. So I've been doing 60 odd hour weeks being a porn star, obviously, because that's my profession. Um supermarket bridges. To be fair, people quite like that, especially when like your balls out all over the oranges and stuff. It's kind of weird. The security bloke in Tesco, yeah, the security bloke in Tesco was a bit freaked out, but he didn't want to come near me because he thought I might have the Rona. So that was a win-win situation. But I did also get banned from Tesco for doing that. Um, but, but I can't I can't Tesco because... anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'd never actually robbed a bottle of Dr Pepper. I just pretended I did because I'm a road man. Well, I didn't say anything about you robbing me. Well, that's the only reason Tesco would buy you. Oh, no, we want your custom because we're fucking hard. Well, no, because they, they might not let you in the store because they'll see what you look like and be like, no, you're putting our good customers on. True, yeah, to be fair. Then again, I've seen some of the people that work in some of the Tesco's and they are abysmal, to say the least. And I know that's rich coming from me, but they are abysmal, and it makes me want to cry. I, I, I just, I just think like a year in the future when <laughs> you work in shuts down. Why did it shut down? Oh, there was this weird blog that worked in there. Mm. To be fair, to be fair though, I'm normal compared to some um, people that are there. You, you were on phone to me the other day when I was talking about when that bloke were asking. I literally were pulling a pallet in. Um, of oranges to wipe my balls on because that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> and they were there talking about like, how it would be best to suck somebody off. I was like, the fuck? The you normal guys, as you do. And then you give them your opinion. I was like, oh, I know because he was like, oh, he's questioning. I was like, well, bend over the railings then because that's what they're into. Um, yeah. Oh, to be fair, some of the stuff we were talking about after I finished that phone call with you, it was weird. They were talking about like spin circumstances and stuff. It was. I get the feeling. I get the feeling. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. That bloke would have filed the harassment in the workplace. No, he was talking about how he had he got circumcised because he couldn't pull his foreskin back. I was like, you are a normal guy. As an adult, and got it done when you were about fourteen. Oh, okay. Uh, does he know that you're broadcasting? <laughs> well, it's not like it's any, anyone's going to know about it, is it? Nobody's going to listen to this. No, but it's imagine funny. he does. Imagine someone's like, oh, you know, you know Ben, you know, you like it. He has a podcast. Have you heard what he's saying? <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about your foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he'd probably enjoy it. <laughs> but that is the sort of people that we live in, because that is the world that we live in now. Um... And obviously, you live in people. What's wrong with living in people? It's not possible. It's ripping them in half. Rip them in half. Unless you're like a baby or a fetus that's living inside of a womb. 
Oh, right. I thought you were on about you living inside a baby. I was going to say, what the fuck are you doing in your spare time? No, Which I, leads- think the, I think the question is, if you were thinking that, what the fuck are you thinking in your spare time? Leading on nicely, what have you been doing since you've not been allowed to leave your gaff? I've literally just had the same sort of thing going on. It's like, go to sleep sort of late night around, I don't know, probably like two, three in the morning. Yeah. Wake up about, I don't know, 12, one o'clock in the afternoon. Come downstairs, have a cup of tea, have some breakfast, go and just start watching TV or whatever. I mean, and then just start cooking and doing all that. I think the worst part about all that is the fact that you drink tea. What is your thing with tea? I don't understand. You're not, re- you're not really British if you don't drink tea. Who's to say I'm British anyway? I'm part like Polish, I'm part Russian, and I'm part Jewish. You're all No, no, I lick freezers. That is my speciality. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You're all haven. It's like a rite of passage, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I don't know what that means, but it sounds fancy. So. <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? It's just like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Could I lick a mango if I found a mango on the floor? Well, why are you licking... What, you thought, why are you licking a mango? Because I'm not normal in the brain. What, you're licking the skin of the mango? Oh, yeah. Aren't mangoes are the ones that are like apples? Oh, no, that's a peach, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't mangoes the ones that are like apples? I think I'm getting it confused with a peach, but peaches are like the... Because the, 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 apples are shiny... But peaches are like matte, and it's weird because it feels like it's hairy, but it's not. Well, yeah, it's got that sort of fuzz on it, hasn't it? I don't know. It's not like a kiwi where it's like a ball sack and you have to like shave it just to scoop all its green stuff out. Brown, 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 brown. <laughs> to, to be, be fair, fair that, that is, is normal. Not, not even gonna lie. Yeah, to, to you. You're telling me you don't like kiwis? No, I mean, I can eat them, but I wouldn't choose to eat them on choice. What about mango? mango? Yeah, mango. I like mangoes. I don't think I've ever eaten a mango on its own. I think I've had, like, I mean, like a smoothie, not smoothie, but, you know, like a juice from, like, little, but never, like, a proper mango. Fucking hell. If you shop in little, you're a fucking Tory. Again, well expensive. Where have you got everything from? Like, what? Where have you got this thing that just because you have certain things or you shop at certain places, your your political party is the the political party that you choose to support? Because if you're a if you're a liberal, you're a vegan like Snowflake. If you're a the Nazi party, what they call them, the one that Corbyn wore, the leader of the Labour one they're like a bit more hipster but not vegan hipster and then it, everyone else is just a Tory or a ve- Brexit voter. Um, usually they have more money and yeah. The Ben Brown guy. Yeah, well, 
See, do you think Carbon would have done a better job in this whole pandemic situation? Well, I don't know, to be perfectly honest. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but I think this country, like Britain, should have acted a lot quicker. They had no. to act quicker, but they didn't. We're past that point now, we've got to go with it. Yeah. See, I think had as soon as they found out that China had this um, whole thing, they should have closed. I think in, China, in Wuhan, the place where it all originally started from, allegedly, of course, they should have closed that off, and everyone with it should have been put in like a in like a hospital thing, not necessarily like shot, but obviously. Fine. Like once this whole thing happened, yeah. they get shot, like, shot off. True. Just that, like, people are going all over the world. See, but the thing is, yeah, if it come from a bloke eating a bat, then surely, like, I don't get how it would have got out of the man to then become onto everyone else. It, like, say, if, the only way that would work is if he were, like, a slut and he was sleeping around and, like, putting his bodily fluids and all these other people. Yeah, but, hold on, hold on. But, you do understand that COVID-19, it's not a sexually transmitted infection. No, it's by people like breathing and shit, isn't it? No, it's it's transmitted by touch. Oh, so then he's still touching a load of people, which is still a bit slutty. Well, no, it's not because in in one day, how many people do you touch? Think about it. You shaking hands. You work in a supermarket. You work in a products that other people have touched. I fucking hope not, because I'm pulling out the fucking thing. Back. Yeah, but when you're on the tills, then mm, you're putting out stuff that you know. When you're on the till, you're you're giving it that beep beep beep. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that you're still touching products that other people have touched. Haven't you? That's why we're supposed to wear gloves. That's why, if you notice, you have my gloves. They've got sneeze screens up. They've got face masks, which they pull a face if you wear. But then it's like. Mm, true, and they've got hand sanitizer, so you're killing all the bacteria off your hands. Well, the virus, not bacteria, because bacteria is the one that's good for you, because um, you eat it in yakults and shit. Yeah. I don't know, but that's a special kind of bacteria. So you couldn't just go around licking like a forest, like the stump of a tree. <laughs> because. That is where you get mushrooms from. Not fucking Lidl or Aldi or fucking Morrison's that you have to wait up three hours to get in just to buy a box of mushrooms for like fucking 55p. You might as well just go into a forest and just scram them off a tree. Okay, but I don't, first of all, I don't think they're the same kind of mushrooms. First of all. And second of all, I don't think that any but anybody is going to go into a supermarket just, just to get mushrooms. I've I've seen some stuff to be fair. There were one bloke who come in for a fan. A fan. Uh, uh, I've seen like I've seen one video where you know it's a line outside a supermarket. Yeah. There's a cat in the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's in the line and it's social distancing from everyone else, so like from the woman in front and the woman behind. It still needed booting though, because it's a cat and all cats are dickheads. Where are you? I don't understand where you got this stuff thing from. I don't. What's a cat ever done? 
they exist. Well, you're hating on it because it exists. Yeah. yeah. So you've got these racists, you've got these homophobes and stuff, and I'm a catist. <laughs> you still haven't explained what, what cat has done to you, Tom. It, it's like a selfish dog. Because a dog, it'll love you, yeah, and it'll like show you affection. You, it wants you to rub it and stuff and feed it, and it'll love you, and it like loves you because it's man's best friend. And then you get these cats, it's like, feed me, and it just fucks off all day. It's like, fucking hell, whiskers. It's fucking selfish. It doesn't love you, it's just like, fucking feed me. It's like a child, isn't it? You know what I mean? Just fucking boot it across a field. Best thing for it. First of all, you do... I think you have realised that first bit there is a bit of innuendo and second of all it, it's because a cat isn't really supposed to be a pet per se like they are they can be pets yeah. but they can they don't need humans dogs need humans to survive but then why have we domesticated cats then because if if they don't need us then go live in a fucking bin sort of thing well that's because that's what humans have done they've They've seen it as a pet. Well, people are weird then, aren't they? If you think about it. Because surely we could we could have just like not took all the fish out of the sea or all the, the, the squirrels in the forest. But no. I don't know. I don't know where I was going to go with that point. Basically, I just think cats are dicks. They're just selfish. Or they just make you want to kill them. See, this is the thing with everything, like, majority of things that you say. It's like, I was asking the same thing. It's like, where, like, what, what's that based on? Why are you saying that? Why, where's this come from? Basically, I watched this fellow on YouTube, it's called Callum's Corner, and he doesn't like cats, and I think he's my dad. So, I want to, I want to, like, aspire to, I aspire to be him, um, because he's bald. So. What's the can you do stuff Yeah, like I can roll around on the floor and punch a teddy and pretend that my nephew's like. I'm not putting that in because it's probably gonna get you in trouble. So <laughs> everybody heard that. Very much easy, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you never seen the YTPs of Callum? It's just like me and my nephew Eddie are going to do some raping. And it's like, all right, Lenny. Is that, is that what you said to your nephew? No, that was that was dial cunt. Fucking stand on your brain and squash you to death. Damn. What's surely if it's murdering your family, yeah, it should be fine. But I think I think your sister will have something. I don't think. Oh fucking on Facebook, I've not noticed. Fucking, he's dead on floor. Don't give a fuck. Somebody's posted a picture of a cat on Facebook being put in a bin after it's been booted across a field. Fucking hilarious. I bet you love that video. I fucking would as well. Obviously, I don't necessarily want to see things die because that's mean, but, you know, if it's a cat, it'll, it'll just give me... It's better than porn. No, but the thing is, majority of sentences that you say, it's all yeah. about how this died, this died, that died. My mum's got random pictures of kids on a wall, if that's any consolation. 
Not in like a paedophilic way. It's like I think she knows them, but the the weirdos to me, I've never met them before. They're just randomly on my wall. I've just noticed it because I walked up. So that's fun. Not in a weird way because it's like ten past eleven on a fucking Thursday morning or something. No, it's Wednesday night and it's still. Um, but yeah. Not in a weird, not in a weird <laughs> way. Like, you can't say it not in a weird way and then say that. It's not like there's actually a person stood there. It, it's it's a it's a thing captured in time, printed on paper, and stuck in a frame, and like sellotaped to a wall. Yep, that is it. Well done. <laughs> To be fair, I've got photos sellotaped up on my wall of random people that I've never met before. They just stood there and there's people walking past them because she's got a brolly and it's raining. So that's fun. Nah, actually it was Manchester. Not going to lie. I wouldn't ever take photos of Aywood because I'm scared I'll get like chlamydia or something like sellotaped to my forehead after like licking a lamppost. Yeah, this comes from the same person who thought that coronavirus was... No, I didn't think it was. It's just, I don't think it comes... Because you know, like, when he bit the bat's head off, did it just release all its, like, into the air? It's not... But, like I said, it's not transmitted through the air. So how come if people cough, people are getting it? If I went up to a, a man in, like, like Blackburn Hospital, just for say, I just went, <coughs> in his face, I'd get punched. Yeah, but that's because it comes from, once you have it, mm. it can be transmitted, but it only if it touches you. Oh, so if I was to walk past the man in Blackburn Hospital, but, but not look at him directly, and, but then like looking the other way and just cough on a wall, and he didn't go and lick the wall or touch the wall, he'd be safe. Well, if he didn't touch the wall, then, then he'd be fine. But cool. I don't know who's going to... But then what if, I, what if I cough on my hand and then like slap his ass? But why would you do that? Sexual harassment in the workplace. Again, you sound proud of that. <laughs> I don't work in a hospital, especially not Blackburn. Fucking hell. I'd rather kill myself. But that is something that you just said as a throwaway example of. Yeah. Oh, I know you're not even called to black, but still, it's sort of the same principle, really. It's, it's not like I've ever done it or I ever will do it because I'll never be a doctor and I'll never, probably never be going to Blackburn Hospital ever again. Oh, yeah, because you need to be like an eye for you. Basically, I might just chop my eyes out here yeah, and sell them on eBay, you not know, like Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, but you get zero bit. Why they work perfectly? Yeah, I know, but then, but then the person will see what they came off. True. Do you think people with no, no eyes, eyes are scary? scary? No eyes. You can, there's people without eyeballs. What? No, but people with no eyeballs are just they have an eye patch or they um, not necessarily a glass eye. 
Mm. I once saw something, I think, on Channel 4, because this is our Channel 5, because that's where all the weird shit lies. It was this bloke, I think he, I think he was in like, the army, so he had all his face blown off. He'd lost an eye, and all, like his cheek. And you could just see his tongue rolling around in his mouth, and he's like, yeah, it was kind of scary. Um, but then he got it all like remade. So that was fun for him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This is like what I want to You know, like eight o'clock. Class. Yeah. Have you been doing that? On the yeah, I've done it twice. The first the first time when they first did it, I was at work and I didn't know anything of it. Um, because of my porn star, I was busy being fucked by some big black man called Rahul. Um, as you do. So I couldn't clap because otherwise I'd, he'd have lost his momentum and he'd have been weirded out. Like, why are you clapping? Oh, some people have saved people's lives. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a fucking great job. It's like, I'm not fucking applauding you. Well, why are you clapping then? I don't know, because I'm mad. But yeah, then I come over and everyone was like, oh, if you not if you didn't clap before, you're a fucking cunt. I'm like, what? Oh. And then the week after and the week after that I did. How many has there been? Has there been three or four? Because I think I missed another one as well. Because it, like, it got to like half past eight and I was like, oh, it's Thursday. I didn't clap. So... End of the day, it's not going to fucking do much, is it? It's just a fucking clap. I get it shows appreciation, but by paying your national insurance, that shows your appreciation. Did you see... But it's the sentiment of it. It's just a thing to show that you're grateful, that you're thinking about those people that are putting their lives on the line so that you can be saved. Mm. But then again, it's also a bit like all these people that do all these other essential jobs that are still having to go out to work, they're putting themselves on the line. So I don't see why people are only like thankful for the NHS workers. I get I get why, but surely everybody who's working's... But it may not be strictly just NHS workers. You know, that clap, you could be doing that for anybody. Like, you know, say if like one of your family members, they could be doing it for you. Then, mm. you know, okay, it's not the same thing. But you are sort of um, doing something important. Yeah, spreading my legs live on Instagram. <laughs> well, one thing specific to that. But... Well, that's what I do. I'm a porn star. Um, but yeah, so. I get why they're doing it, but it is kind of like a bit of a kick in the teeth if you've got teeth to everyone else who is like doing an essential job because people say, oh, it's the clap for the NHS or clap for carers. It's like, but then again, if you put oranges on a shelf in the middle of little, you're important. You might be being paid minimum wage and all these on the higher ups are making fucking billions because people have been buying so much. But yeah, you know. No. Nobody's saying that you're not important, but it's just that you know, in these times, you need you know people who are you know on the front line doing their bit to try and do what they can to sort of stop this virus. Yeah, but think about it: if every single supermarket, everywhere that sells food, closed, everyone will starve to death because nobody knows how to go and skin a dog, do they? Admittedly, in China they do, but 
You know, that's why we're in this mess. But that's besides the point. Uh, I, 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 don't, I can't even believe that this is like a thing that I've happened to convince you of. And, and, and I never thought that when this thing came around, clapping in and death, I never thought that you would be sort of arguing sort of against it. It's not that I'm arguing against it, it's just I think it shouldn't just be for th- those. I think it should be it for everyone who's doing their bit because you know what does piss me off is the people that are fucking sat at home getting paid 80% of their wages for doing fuck all and I get why the government are doing it but they're fucking doing nothing. Why the fuck should they get paid for it? End of the day, they're not that fucking important so that's why they're at home. Fuck them. Yeah, but they've still got jobs just because they're not they're still at home. They still have bills to pay. They still have all that. And it's not... And the reason that the government's giving them money fur, that, and their companies are furloughing staff is because those people, they still have jobs. They still need to, like, live. But they're not... They are getting money for nothing. It's, it's a handout. It's, it's like universal credit. All these people that are on benefits... They get money for doing nothing. But it's not their choice. Because all those people who are who have been furloughed, they you know, if it wasn't if we weren't in a very, very special, specific situation, those people would be at work. Well then they should be at work. They should do jobs that are important. Because people don't need to go to restaurants. People don't need cinemas. People don't need uh, EE shops, you know. It's you don't a... need that. You, just because you don't want that doesn't mean other people don't need it or don't want it. What about, like, what about people like, I don't know, food crates and sort of people like that? They're out there. They That is their job is to go and eat and tell people whether it's good or bad or their opinion on it. That's their job. But that's that's not important, is it? Whereas somebody who's fucking giving all these people like ventilators and shit, that's important because these people need it to live. You don't need somebody to be like, oh, the fucking waitress in fucking not waitress, I don't know, fucking Frankie's and Benny's in fucking Rochdale's fucking tasty. Do you really, really? Well, it's just a job, like. Hell, do you know before this whole thing starts, someone could have said that about the job that you do. That's to be fair, porn star, if without porn, people would get very bored. So I think you can't really say that any job is pointless. Because all those jobs, they all contribute to society. But they're not... My, my, the, the point I'm trying to make is... is they shouldn't be paid. Well, they're not. If you, if right, so if this corona wasn't around, and somebody wanted a day off, they'd have to. They'd either have to phone and sing. Oh, I don't feel well. Like those people might just be working from home. The ones that are working from home should get paid by the company that they work for. But the people that. But exactly, that's my point. Is that those companies, because like they're furloughing staff. Excuse me. They can't really pay their staff as they normally would. But say, say, take for example, uh, Yorkshire Building Society, just as an example. They've got their the people that would normally work in a branch. 
working at home manning phones. They've they've had their things redirected to their phones. So, hiya, welcome to Yorkshire Burning Society. How may I help you today? And then... Okay, do you know all these people that you're saying, oh, they shouldn't be paid? No, no they should be paid. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying waiters and like, cinema people. people. Listen to the whole question. But you're saying that all those people who are doing jobs that would normally be at work had this thing not happen. Yeah. All those people, just because they can't go to work, like, they absolutely can't in no circumstances, and there isn't a way for them to work from home, that means that they shouldn't be paid. The people that can't work from home, like, say, um, f- cinema, like, the, the cinema host people are people supposed to survive them because they still need to eat they, still they should have savings what do you mean they should have savings they probably do have savings but this shouldn't be a situation where they have to go into them not just to survive. well then the government should have done the government should have done a better job of not letting people from china in really yeah but that's what but yeah but that goes back to the point is that you know, this government, it didn't realise what it was doing. It didn't take this problem seriously until it was too late. That's the point I'm making. So, it's the government's fault. But I, no, what, but what I'm saying is I think it's unfair. That, say, But did you see the interview on Good Morning Britain the other day with Pierce Morgan and, what's his name? The, the receding airline fella who's like in charge of something or other. Um, he was talking about footballers taking pay cuts to fund the NHS, yet MPs have been paid £10,000 to work from home and they're not even willing to take a pay cut to like donate to the charities. Yeah, but this is the problem. You know, with football especially, you know, because there is so much money in it. Yeah. So lucrative. People have sort of looked at that and sort of used it as a scapegoat. Why aren't they giving money? They're not focusing on everyone else. Not focusing on these massive billionaires or billions stowed away. No, 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 no. Let's go and attack the footballers and the football club. And the footballers and the football clubs, they've finally done something about it. And, you know, they are donating money. The um, initiative started um, that goes throughout the Premier League. Um, I don't know what it's called now. But it was started like, by Marcus Rashford and Man United and all the other sort of players who come together for it. Yeah. All of that happened. So they don't really so they don't really have that excuse anymore. See from what I've read is if the footballers were because obviously they're not deferring the full ways, they're just deferring some of it. If they were to not like get all the money that they normally get what the fuck have you done there? Jeez. Uh static. Uh no, but all these people that like these footballers if they weren't if basically they'd end up like all the tax would like disappear the 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 government would collapse because of the tax but what but what do you mean so because footballers are earning like millions a month or whatever they're and they're taking away money f- because they've um What's well, they've been paying because they're paying towards the NHS, then their tax 
is the, the amount of tax that's being paid is going to go down because they're earning less. So then that's a whole big vicious cycle. Well, yeah, I suppose that is the point. But for the right now, as far as the thing is, this is something I've been thinking with football over a long time. It's like it's used as a scapegoat for everything, which I don't really agree with. Oh, I don't. I don't think they should have to pay, and it, it's not their fault. The government should have to pay the NHS workers and for all the PPE and shit because that's the the point of the chuffing government. Footballers should get to keep their money because they don't earn enough. See, this is my point. Though. It's like you you say that with the, the government, but there's all like, did you hear about? Um, well, I'm, I'm guessing you have heard about it. Um, that um, veteran who raised, I think it was 11 million. Captain Tom Moore. Yeah. 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 20, 20, 20 million or whatever it was. Yeah. For, uh... for the NHS. thing is, the government, they should be looking at that. They should be bloody ashamed. I am. They're trying to get them a knighthood, aren't they? Yeah, but the fact that this, like, 9900 year old man, I don't know what. But the fact that he has had to sort of rally people to donate some money so that they can give it to those people, those brave individuals on the front line when it should be the government doing that. They should be hanging their heads in chains. Yeah. It's like I mentioned before, that they got paid like a bonus to stay at home, which I think is absolutely fucking mental. And they are the scum of the earth. Um, but, but... I, I totally agree with you. But then to counter that, did you hear about all the people bullying, what's his name, Chris Whitty, saying, oh, he, he looks like uh, uh, he's got poached egg eyes and stuff. It's like, now he's the man that's fucking stopping you from fucking dying. That is not, but still. Yeah, but then what I think it is, we're just in such uncertain times and, you know, nobody's really been through this before, so we don't really know how to deal with it and I think in times of uncertainty and you know when we're just in like you don't know what's going to happen yeah. it's easier to just sort of look at things and say it's his fault it's their fault which don't get me wrong I think this podcast but I think it is what do you think in regards to Boris getting it and then him being in cheerful spirits. Now he's recovered. Well, I mean, I, I bet, I, I think, you know, he's managed to survive it, which, you know, you know, he has, thankfully for him. But I think that, you know, he should be, now that he's been to the experience before and he's sort of survived it, yeah. he should be more gracious than ever. Yeah, he should be trying to get more money because he knows how like stretch it out he's seen it first hand because he's literally been in intensive care looking like and experienced it he should be chucking a lot at those at the NHS like mm. you say about um, say um, you know he's, they've been paying MPs to stay at home that money pay them for the, pay that to the bloody people um, the NHS frontline workers yeah I, I I think they should. Do you think when this is all over, because pe- now, because before people didn't really, obviously people cared about him, but 
do you think now people respect them more because they've obviously gone through that? And do you think that will lead them to getting a pay rise? No, not under this conservative government. I don't because if you remember before before this whole ordeal happened, yeah, as much as they want to deny it, they were trying to privatize things. It was there for everyone to see. Twenty seventeen, they had the vote to increase the thing, and they all voted against it. Yeah, exactly. That was yeah. that was disgraceful. They managed to sing it up under the rug because it's just sort of a thing that time's gone on. But thing is, now that has come back to sort of thingy then. Um, it has, yeah. But um, just on that, um, I think I don't think they'll get a pay rise. Not a dunce. As far as like frontline staff, like. I don't think they'll get it. Not even a little bit. I think they'll get it. See, I know, um, obviously, when it first happened, so like throughout March, say for I know some retail companies, obviously through my porn industry, I know that some retailers are giving a 10% bonus to anyone to all the, for all the hours worked in March, the four weeks of March. Which I think is good, but then at the same time, ten percent is a bit of kick. Bit is a bit of a bit of a kick in the teeth, especially when you've been working. When all these people are coming in, panic buying, fucking bog roll because it makes you cough, which makes lots of sense. Still, um, yeah. But to be fair, I think that, I think that you know, friend, friend who does moan about it, just be don't complain. Be grateful, yeah, I get that. But think about it: how much did the, these companies make from people panic buying? They will have made millions, hundreds of millions in just with people panic buying. I saw like, I mean, I haven't seen like a proper report, on it, but you know, because of people panic buying, the retail industry has absolutely blown up. I mean, companies like super supermarket chains—they've never seen this much money. All at once. They um, increased the wage. This they, they put a... I was reading one from one specific retailer. They said that they were going to increase the wage. They've invested millions into increasing everybody's wage. And then when they increased it, they increased it from... They increased it by like 18p, which obviously is a joke when they say they invested millions and millions into upping people's wages then they up then they literally do it eighteen P. That was that was ridiculous to be fair. I know but that's just one of those things in it. It's like it's like when like for anyone who did get a pay rise, it's like, oh it's like your boss comes in and tells you, Oh, you're getting a pay rise it's like, oh how much and then you look at it how much it is. It's like you like you know, you look at it, it's like you go like boss and he's like, Oh it's only eighteen P Obviously eighteen P is it's okay it's moderate but it's it is a bit like was it worth it not really obviously a lad up over time but still fucking 18 fucking b i'd be livid if i were one of them people mm, yeah. mm. look i just think uh, with this whole thing i think we won't really know the sort of how people react and all of that and it's like 
Not even a bonus, just like a a couple of hundred quid on the wage, whatever. Yeah. Because, do you know what? I think now, now that we're so sort of thinking that NHS is sort of front and centre in this whole sort of ordeal, I think we're seeing now, like, we've got a better idea of just how they're doing. And I hope, my one hope for when everything comes around and this whole ordeal is over and we're some sort of normality that, you know, those people, those MPs and that Prime Minister who was trying to privatise the NHS, which is one of the UK's, historically one of the UK's biggest and best sort of assets, if you look over the course of the hundred years it's been here. No. I hope those people look at it and be like, you know what, we have something incredible in that no one else has. Yeah. And we should love it, cherish it, give it everything it needs. It's like a child. Funny. It's like, it's like a child, you know, you need to look after it, you need to nurture it, you need to care for it. Because yeah. If you don't, because if you don't, you try and mess about with it in a negative way, then the outcome's not going to be positive. Well, think about it in other countries where they don't have... So we can just go in for free. It don't cost you anything. In countries where you've got to pay for it, that must be, like, horrendous. Like, especially... Because if you're going into intensive care, that'll be very, very expensive. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I remember I watched a video where it was like Americans react to the and they were like, Oh wow, really? like you guys get healthcare for free in Britain. And I said, Yeah, we get oh, okay, you have to pay for some stuff. But on the whole, it's like a free thing that everybody can use. Yeah. As long as you and you know it's you know it's just so incredible and i don't think that before we kind of take it for granted i think if you ask some anybody who's lost someone and i don't mean just in this pandemic but i mean just in general you know you don't really you sort of take them for granted and then when they're gone you look back and think oh i wish i you know give it more attention or give them more attention or spend more I'd shown some sort of, you know, care for it. And I think that's the same thing with the NHS. You know, without proper support, it's going to be our job as a nation, as a country, to do our best by the NHS, give them everything they need, because at the end of the day, they're going to be saving us. Yeah, without a reward being a lot worse a place if we are quite high up in the case rate but imagine without them we would be the death rate would be a whole lot higher and more people would get it imagine if this had been like 
50 years ago, before they had all these like, inventions and stuff, even though they did have like a thing 100 years ago, but... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know, I think, you know, if like in a year's time, we look back at this podcast, or you know what, what we say in danger, this whole thing, I mean, I hope that for the majority of what I said, I'm wrong. Like, I hope that nurses and doctors are getting a pay rise. I hope that, you know, all these people are being helped. I hope that's gone, basically, forever. But it's just sort of getting to that point. I hope that when we look back, I'll be able to say, do you know what? Or you'll you'll be able to say to me, do you know what, Hamza, you were wrong. Yeah. Thankfully, you were proved wrong. Do you... Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Do you think we will ever go back to how we were before? Well, oh, that's a bit more of a tricky one. Because I actually think my hope is that it's better than yeah. what we have before. But, you know, we're all looking back on it now and thinking, oh, I wish everything was normal again. But I think what this whole experience should be teaching don't take things for granted. Like the the little conveniences is of like going and being able to get your hair cut. That's like everyone's gone bald and stuff. I hope the thing is, you know, don't is don't take things for granted and also <sighs> realize that you know what you know sort of at the end of the day you know we're all we all got to pull together and help each other it's something that's been probably disregarded over probably the whole course of history but I'm glad now that you know weirdly enough it feels like it's brought us together while keeping us apart yeah that's that's something I've noticed the community is it's strange sentiment, but I do honestly think it's that that's true. Yeah, the community has like all the people with the rainbows in the window and all obviously all the people clapping apart from like the tosses on that Westminster Bridge that are all stood a lot closer than two meters, might I add. Um but the the country is coming together. Even though we're not physically together, we are the the sense of community is very very strong. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad that's happening. I mean, it's sad that it's because it's taken a pandemic for it to happen. Yeah. But you know, it's finally happening, and you know, for those people who are, you know, trying the hardest to use this sort of thing for, you know, to push their own agenda, their own political agenda. You know, you And I think that's 
Do you think that there'll be a lot of suicides? Now, I know that's a dark question, but um, obviously because people have been home on their own, they've not had much to do. Do you think there'll be a, a rise in suicides? Because obviously there's been a rise in domestic violence and like the woman on the news had the phone number on her hand and stuff. But I, I, I reckon personally that there will have been a lot of people that have not been able to handle it. Well, yeah, because it's just that sort of thing. You know, people with mental health issues. Because, you know, for a lot of people, you know, one way around not trying to... Um, I don't know, I'm trying to figure the right terms to put it in here. But sort of, um, not keep it in check, but sort of keep themselves going is to keep going is to do, like, you know, physical activities. And, like, if you look at um, athletes, for example, Mm-hmm. Like, um, the, the example I think of is um, Tyson Fury. If you look at, like, when I've, I've read his book, when I was reading his book, he mentioned how, you know, the sort of the one thing that keeps him going is having a routine and having sort of exercise. Yeah. And, you know, that's the, that's the case for a lot of mental health sufferers, which is something that I think, I don't know if it's been this sort of disregarded. I'm not, I don't think that's the right term for it, but it's sort of, um, it's not really been discussed as much as it normally is, which, you know, I think, you know, discussing mental health is nothing but a, a good thing. Nothing but a good thing. You know, and the, but I think in these testing times where, you know, people who are already at risk are even more at risk. I mean, you mentioned people who suffer from domestic violence. Well, people have been will have been scared, won't they? Like when the obviously, do you remember in twenty twelve when the world was supposed to end? There were like a surge then, which obviously because people are like, I don't want to die at the end of the world, whatever, because they've obviously seen the film, um, 2012, obviously. Um, I think that'll have been that sort of thing, oh, I don't want to get this coronavirus because I'm scared, which obviously is kind of sad. Well, it is sad, not kind of sad. The thing, I, the thing I see is there isn't really sort of a reason for it, because really, with like this thing, if you stay at home, follow the right precautions and be vigilant, you won't get it. Well, I'm not saying that you won't get it, but you lessen the risk very mm. dramatically. Whereas, you know, if you do commit, if you do end up committing, you're, you're almost admitting you've lost. Yeah. You know, but you're throwing the towel in before the fight started. Do you mm. know what I mean? So, really, there isn't really a point. I mean, there never is a point to suicide because there's always yeah. a better, there's always a better option to fight with you. Always bloody sick. But you know, there's always a better way to go about it. Suicide's never been for anybody. Yeah. Um. Obviously, to any listeners that are suffering suffering with mental health or problems at home please reach out to your local like 
Samaritans or whatever, whatever you have in your country. And if you are being abused domestically, uh, there's always people you can talk to. But, so, I want to say a massive thank you to Hamza for coming on this episode and giving me some of his, giving us some of his thoughts on this global pandemic and lockdown. Um, obviously, we don't want to make light of this situation because obviously people are dying. So, um, hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to everybody whose family has been affected. We want to say a massive thank you to everyone on the front line, not just necessarily NHS workers, but they are included. So NHS workers, delivery drivers, carers, retail workers, other essential jobs that I can't think of. But just want to say a massive thank you to them and I would give you an applaud because I forgot to do it on Thursday. So, yeah. Thank you, Hamza, for coming on. And I'm Ben, and I have spoken my mind. Well, we have spoken our mind, because it's been a multi-thingy podcast. Coronavirus is a national emergency, life-threatening to people of all ages everywhere in the UK. To save lives, all you have to do is stay home, only go outside for food, health reasons and daily exercise, or to go to work, but only if it cannot be done from home. Stay home, anyone can get it and anyone can spread it. Stay home, protect the NHS to save lives.